Hi everyone, welcome back to the Swexen podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. So I named this episode Brace for Impact because that is what Texas is doing right now. Um, when I recorded this episode, it is Wednesday, February the 2nd. Um, so it may have happened some things when you listen to this, uh, because it won't come out until tomorrow, Thursday. But what is going on in Texas that makes me call an episode Brace for Impact? Because this episode was supposed to be about the Olympic Games that starts on Friday, and I had my mind set on that. And then things changed. Totally. The weather change. Well, we've actually had warnings about this for for a week or so, so it's it's not really like a surprise for us. But Texas is bracing for a winter storm cold front coming in right at this very moment. And kind of like you're Okay, I'm going to take you back 13 years when I got here. We arrived in December, right? So um, I remember the first year uh, when we came here, I was doing the barn and cleaning the barn in shorts and t-shirts on Christmas. And that was kind of amazing. I'm like, wow, I like Texas. And then we came to this time of the year, February, and they started to talk about, yeah, we're going to have dropping temperatures. And they started about talking about closing schools. And I'm like, excuse me? You're doing what? It's going to be a little bit cold and maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of ice on the roads. It's at that, that year, I remember very clearly, wasn't even sure there was going to be ice on the roads. But it could happen that it came some raindrops that would accumulate ice on the roads, right? And they're talking about school closing. And for me, as a Swede, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It's not even, like, cold. I That was a culture shock for me. I often get questions, what was a cultural shock for you when you moved here? And that was one. Why are we closing schools? It's not even... 20 degrees like it was maybe 30 34 something like that right under uh freezing point um so, so it i didn't get it i did not get it at that time now fast forward 13 years and a couple of years in police department and a couple of years on other positions where i've had to meet the public and experience people's driving. Like we have a saying that Texans cannot drive as soon as there is something coming from the sky. And that is right. I'm not kidding. I started working at the police department and they told me, well, as soon as it even says rain in the forecast, people start driving like stupid maniacs. And I looked at everybody and said, it can't be that bad. Well, there were two things happening when, when it started raining. All the alarms goes off in burglary alarms and fire alarms. I'm like, wow, still don't have an answer for that. But it's true. It does. And people are starting 
driving so stupid. It's like they have to go to their destination in the fastest possible way that is the most unsafe way ever and they end up where they shouldn't be. And to enhance that, we drink some stuff that shouldn't be drinking accordingly with driving. And when I first started at the PD, I'm like, this it can't be that bad. Come on. So have in mind, I started out in dispatch. So I wasn't really, uh, I hadn't, I've been in Texas for what, three or four years, something like that. And I hadn't really experienced Texas from that point of view. But I was about to. Um, I remember we we actually had some snow that one of the years, and um, <laughs> I was I drove for all of you who know me. I had a for a while I had a Kia Soul, which is a very small car, and my Kia Soul had spots on it, so it was a rolling Dalmatian, right? It was hilarious, and I worked animal control, so it was kind of, um, kind of appropriate to to it. It it was a fun joke of all, um, but I had to go to work that morning in my little Kia Soul, and for some reason, I ended up having to go on I twenty, which is one of the interstates that goes through the county, and. Never have I ever been so happy for having so much driving experience in snow and sleet. Because a Kia Soul is not made to go in snow and sleet. Um, It's supposed to be parked that day. Uh, This is one of the days that, yeah, if you have a truck, you maybe take it out the door. Maybe. But I didn't have any of the car to access and I had to go to work because I was the only one that could clean the shelter that day, apparently. And, <clears throat> sorry, um, coming out on I-20, and here they are, all these big trucks. I found a pace that was a speed that was okay for me in this car to drive. I, I don't remember how fast I went. But um, ahead of me, left and right, people are passing me. I'm in the right lane because there's no reason for me to be anywhere else than in the right lane. And it's like strings on the street where you could go like from the wheels. You couldn't go anywhere else or you would go off road. But all these big trucks speed by me in speed that you should not drive regardless of what you're driving. And they end up one by one in the ditch. And here I am in a little spotted Kia Soul, and I'm driving by them slowly in a good pace. I maybe drove like 45, 50 miles an hour. So I wasn't snailing, but I certainly was not speeding. But that's what I felt at the time. But they are like one by one going off down in the ditch. And I'm just like, na 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 made myself to work, no problem. And even my chief looked at me, he's like, how in the world did you, of all people, in that make it to work? He was ready to come and pick me up at home in something big and beautiful. And I'm like, well, uh, so excuse me, sir, but I am born in this, like, I grew up in this weather. This is nothing. Have in mind, in Sweden, we only have cars. We don't have trucks. Oh, Bam Bam comes and says hi, by the way, if you hear something here next to me now that sounds a little bit different, it's Bam Bam. He wants a hug. Hi, Bam Bam. 
You want to be in the podcast today? We're talking about snow. We're talking about snow. Yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, we don't have big trucks and stuff like that in Sweden. We have cars. I learned to drive in a Ford Escort. That That's what I took myself through four or five feet of snow um, to the barn. It, 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 for me, it's, this is nothing. You just have to pick and choose on top of that for all my Swedish friends, um, or European friends, Texas does not have season tires. So in Sweden, we change tires for summer and winter. They have dates where you have to have changed your tires by. So sweet winter tires have some, uh, spikes in them some of them does but they have a different pattern so they can drive better in in the snow and in in the mud and summer tires has a, of course a different pattern but not any spikes in them texas doesn't have that we have chains if anything like no we don't not texas if you're lucky you have one because you have a tractor <laughs> maybe but that was that's always been one of those things for me that Texas are making such a big deal out of a little bit of snow or ice. And then as the years has gone by, I've come to realize that it's basically because people don't have the mindset here that snow and ice exists. And they actually get this kind of weather about once a year and it hits in February. Last year, we had the whole snowmageddon uh, for a week. I am still mad that I didn't do this podcast back then, but you never know, maybe another day. Um, but they, they just don't have that mindset and they do not have uh, the training in driving. Like in Sweden, to get a driver's license, you have to do a course of slippery driving. And if you're like doing this in the summer, they will have asphalt and then they will put oil on that asphalt and you have to drive a course on it. So you have, you can pass or you can fail that one. Um, you have to pass it to get your driver's license here in, in us. No, they basically just say fly or fail, fly or fall. That's up to you. Uh, so when it comes to this kind of weathers, people are like, oh crap, what are we going to do? That That's where it comes from. But, but I still, now 13 years later, uh, sometimes I'm wondering, why doesn't Texans learn that this happens one every year? We get a spell of cold weather. So what they're saying now for this year or, or this week, I should say, because <laughs> you never know. What's going to happen next week with Texas weather? Um, this I'm recording this around lunchtime, noontime um, on Wednesday. Overnight, the temperatures are going to drop from now on. And you can feel if you go out, it's way colder now than it was this morning when I was out taking a walk with the dogs. Um, but then it's also going to start to drizzle. It's not going to rain, but it's going to drizzle you know, that fine mist that you can't see and what happens that goes on the ground and then it's freezing. And then you have an ice skating ring on the streets 
Then we add to that that people cannot drive, people are in a hurry, and now they're going to come to their destinations even faster than they usually should, which is stupid. So now it becomes an extremely dangerous situation for everybody. So they have started to closing schools. And yes, if this was 13 years ago, I would probably sit and say, why? I don't get it. Now, hallelujah, they're closing the schools because people cannot drive. And I don't think that these yellow school buses are ready to slick and slide on the roads whatsoever with a lot of kids in. I'm not worried about what the drivers of the school bus does, but that school bus is heavy. And I don't think the drivers realize how heavy it is and the and the ice on the road and then what other people drive into them because they're in the same situation. No. So I'm really glad. Basically, every school in North Texas is now closed Thursday and Friday. <clears throat> but I don't get like... A lot of people are used to work from home because of COVID. Um, and people are, are kind of sort of uh, ready for this, uh, ready for impact. Um, why? why? Why doesn't Texans learn to be ready? I don't know. I, I haven't figured that out. For sorry that bam bam is contributing to something here i don't really know what it is sorry i had to stop and let the dog out he did not want to stop barking and that would be the only thing you would hear probably anyway um this time they came with the um with a warning about the snow or ice cold weather already mid last week it was just a question about how bad it would be. So the closer we get, you know, the closer, the more information and the better forecast we get. So here we are. Um, hopefully everybody will be staying inside tomorrow. Me personally, I, I'm pretty well prepared. Um, they are kind of worried here in Texas about the power grid and losing power. Um, I hope that will not happen because then I will be in trouble like everybody else, because it's going to be really cold. We're talking, it's going to be uh, below 20 degrees for over 36 hours. And for Swedes, that's about negative 7 Celsius. And it's going down to um, 14 degrees overnight. And what is that? That's about minus 10, 12, something like that. I haven't calculated it correctly um so it's going to be damn cold really cold and for people like i'm worried there are a lot of people that i see in my work that don't have heat or ac and i'm worried about them uh, i know some counties in the area has opened uh, shelters that people can go but then you have covid and stuff like that as well um, but they've taken precautions. Um, but there are so many people that does not have anywhere to go. Um, and that worries me. Um, I am off, uh, until Friday morning. So what I personally have to look for and be careful of is the drive on Friday morning to work. It's going to be slick as crazy. Um, but as long as you're aware of it and take your time and not speed, 
because that's not going to work out very well for anybody. And there's not a lot of traffic at that point in time either. Because um, I go to work at 3 a.m., if you didn't know that. Um, but since I was off both Wednesday and Thursday, I've been able to do all my laundry. I've been able to pre-prep cook, pre-prep meals. So as long as I have power, I'll be fine. I don't need to do any laundry. I don't need to do any dishes or anything like that. Uh, when it comes to food, I can just put something in the microwave. Um, and I have gas in my car, <clears throat> which means I have a little converter that goes in my car. So if I need power for like heating up some food or whatever, I can do that there. So it works pretty well. I have water and stuff like that. But when I went to shop yesterday, it was a little bit like when we have had the toilet paper ordeal with with COVID. Everybody needed to have toilet paper for the for for everything. I don't know why actually that came upon that everybody needed toilet paper, but it was a little bit the same. Everybody needed water and milk and food and egg and we're just going to hunker down for the rest of the week. Texas is closed. Texas will be closed until next week. And that's true. That is true. The only ones that need to be out and about is basically uh, first responders, police, fire, and EMS. Um, I really hope that people understand that, that unless you have to go to work, you're a nurse or you're an officer or whatever you are, stay home. Like you have no business on the roads. Um, I get a little bit sense of that. Actually, people have understood that this year and they, for some reason, I, maybe they learned something from the snowmageddon last year that, Hey, we're in Texas. This happens every February in Texas. We get a couple of days of cold and here we go. Um, I hope so. I really, really hope so. Kind of interesting uh, to see um, how people are. I, I, as I said, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm going to be home at least when the cold front hits and comes in so I can prepare and be ready with the pipes and stuff like that. If I lose water, I lose water. It's not the, the worst end of the world, so to say. Um, but yeah, loose power can be can be devastating because then it's going to be really cold really cold um so i may come with an update here over the weekend i'm working friday saturday sunday but i may come with an update on facebook or something um just to let you know how things are um how how bad or how wrong they were um i think it's going to be cold and i think the problem is going to be that it's drizzling so people don't realize that the roads are wet and then it's freezing on top of that like if it came a big shower of rain and water people would have seen that but this they look out of the window they don't see the drizzle they don't see the mist so they go out and then they're like oh crap this is happening um this is like as crazy because they have underestimated how bad it really was. So with that said, yes, the ERs will be slam jammed full of people that are now trying to go for a walk. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. Yeah, that's how it is. 
So hopefully a lot of people have done as I did. I have spent the morning meal prepping. So I have the freezer full with food um, that I can just heat up in one way or the other. Um, and I actually bought last year, or maybe two years ago, a little mini crock pot that I use as just to heat up food. Um, I meal prep and then I just have a little like container that that holds two cups of food. And that is exactly what that little crock pot does. And like if I need to heat up my food here, I have the converter, as I told about earlier, go out in the car, put that on for half an hour, boom, I have my hot food. And hot food is kind of important in these cold temperatures really cold temperatures. <laughs> so uh, hot tea will be very, very necessary. So brace for impact, Texas. We'll see how bad this gets. But I, I really hope that it's not getting too bad, too cold. But it doesn't look like we're getting any snow. I think we're going to be without snow for this time. Um, I think I said like a couple of weeks ago in the in the podcast that I saw on Facebook that we had the first snow of of 2021, and I said that this is all it's going to be. Now we're good for the year, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of weeks later, boom, we get the snowmageddon. So I'm not going to say that this is the only thing we're going to get, because uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's only beginning of February. Um, February is, is a short month, but... There's nothing saying that we cannot get another round of snow here in in the remaining days of February just because we had a cold snap now. So, yeah, if you're new to Texas, surprise, uh, welcome, first of all. Um, yeah, or if you don't know about Texas, this is what we, what we deal with. Um, the houses are not insulated here. And you can tell that it's getting cold because all the mice and rats and all like that try to get in um i hear a lot more of them uh just the last 24 hours and i had a little mice in my dog food overnight that i had to let out this morning i was like uh-uh you had your meal there you go off you go uh so that's a problem that everybody has here um doesn't matter how you do it and or deal with it um all those kind of Rodents are trying to get into the houses because it's so darn cold. So darn cold. Um, but yeah, we will see. I will update um, on Facebook and on social media and tell you uh, how bad or good. I don't know. It really is. Um, next thing we're going to talk about is the Olympic Games. So the Olympic Games starts on Friday. And a lot of people have actually asked me, why does Beijing hold it again? Because they held, held it like not too long time ago. No, that's right. Uh, they did have it in um, the Summer Games in 2008. So it's not too long time ago. Why they even applied again, I don't know. But they got it. So here we are. Um and it looked like for a while they were not going to be able to have it because of COVID. And then they said, heck, yeah, we're going to have it regardless. But um, there are no audience whatsoever. And 
not anyone can get in that has no business. It's apparently very, very regulated. It's like its own world in Beijing. So I don't think it's what the city of Beijing really wanted to be. That was COVID wasn't a plan of of executions um, when they applied to get it. But we're going to see how it is. Um, both the Swedish and the American team um, are there. Um, I haven't been able to figure out if anyone in the Swedish team has COVID, though I have been able to realize that or find out that three people from the American team uh, is isolated with COVID, um, being COVID positive. So um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but the snow is there in Beijing. Um, it's, I, I think that they will pull this off as some kind of special fun games after all. Um, I wrote a post earlier in the week uh, about it. And the Swedish team seems to have, or the Swedish Olympic Committee, uh, has the vision to for Swedish athletes to take more medals than ever before in a winter game. Um, good luck. I, I don't see it being impossible. Uh, absolutely not. Um, what I wanted to have done, but I haven't been able to, was actually to look into the Norwegian team. Because the Norwegian team is always extremely strong in the Winter Olympics. It's like they're rocking and rolling. Um, in the medal count for uh, the Olympic Games in Pyeongchang, uh, Norway won, like, far and beyond. Um, U.S. came, was it third or fourth? I can't really remember. It's a week ago since I looked at it. Um, and Sweden came seventh, I believe it was. So it's going to be very interesting. I, I am, I'm excited. My my favorite games, um, sports, of course, figure skating, um, but also all kinds of skiing, uh, downhill, uh, you name it, whatever. Sweden is a fairly strong um, country in in skiing, and all kinds of winter sports. But a sport that has come up lately, just a couple of last years. Um, is curling. And I think that sport has kind of grown worldwide. Why? I don't know. But it's really a fun game. I have never tried it. I don't even think there is a curling arena or what do you call it? Somewhere you can curl um, in Texas. Um, but that's a really, really, really fun sport. So I hope that we will see some uh, fun moments from this uh, games, uh, some uh, fun memories, uh, fun medals, and, and some records breaking. Um, Sweden is, together with the Netherlands, we have gotten a speed skater coming up this year. And I found out about him actually this morning. Um, I think he may have a Dutch heritage, but he's, uh, other than that, I think that the Netherlands or Dutch uh, would probably be that, beat the speed skaters as always. They're kind of cool on that. And just like Sweden, we're yellow and blue, right? But it's so cool that the Netherlands, they are 
like their flag is red, white, and and blue. I said it in the wrong order, but it doesn't matter. But that that's like their color of the flag. Yet their colors that they are presenting, like team color, is orange. So if you're going to to a sport that's uh, has a Dutch cheer section, that will be the orange section. It's so cool. I love it. Um, and they're always kind of loud. It seems like I like the Dutch people. They're funny. Um, but yeah, uh, the opening ceremony is on Friday morning, um, central time. Um, I have no clue. I know that they, like, I remember the Beijing opening in 2008 was spectacular and marvelous. Um, so I have I have high expectations for these games. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And as I said earlier, uh, maybe it was last week or two weeks ago, um, we're going to try to keep a count of the medal count. Uh, check out Instagram and, and all our social media um, for that. Um, and a little bit of comparison of who is who's doing the better Um the difference is the summer games are so much bigger, so many more sports than the winter games. But the winter games are a little bit more challenging because of weather and delays and snow comes down and they can't do this and they can't do that. On top of that, now COVID. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. They'll have to brace for impact there, I, I guess, as well. Um so I'm I'm not a sport journalist. I will never be a sport journalist. Thank God for that. But I'm going to try to do a little comparison between um, U.S. and Sweden and see how it goes for them during these games. Um, Sweden, like Olympic Games um, last year in Tokyo, Sweden had their, uh, they revealed their uh, uniform they were going to wear. They have not done that this year, this time. I have no clue what they're going to wear. Is it just me missing it? Because I've been Googling it and they have not revealed it. Like, of course, U.S. is going to wear Ralph Lauren. Stylish, classic, beautiful, you name it. Well, I, I have no clue what Sweden is going to do. I think they were laughed at so bad last year in, in Tokyo to what they were wearing. So they don't want to reveal it beforehand. <laughs> they were like, we're not going to say anything because our poor athletes are going to be laughed at. Um but of course, the winning games is more about being warm than anything. But it would be so cool to have one of those jackets that the U.S. wears. It would be fun. Um, yeah, one of my dreams is to visit either a summer or a winter Olympics. It would be would be cool. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's kind of cool as well. This is a, already the second Olympics that we're covering in the Swetsam podcast. A little, a little odd podcast uh, in in the world of nowhere, so to say. It's fun. It's it's almost um, it's all it's so fun that so many people have found this podcast and find it um, find it amusing and and like do it the fun thing is next week um you're not allowed to miss next week because next week is going to be such a fun podcast um we have a guest um her name is florence vetzel she's an author um i am right now reading her book that was just came out on amazon and all, all pages um 
like these last couple of days um, called Annika's Closet. She is an American. She found Sweden so fascinating and Scandinavia so fascinating. She travels over there um, and she has written her first book in Swedish and then she translated into English. Like, she's an American for goodness sake. She is going to be our guest next week and I am so excited about that. Um, she has... Uh, been a guest in other podcasts that I've heard and she is an amazing woman I am so honored to have her here so yeah next week uh, Florence is going to be our guest and we're going to talk about her book her journey um, you name it how COVID um, has affected um, her writing and her traveling and yeah I know a story when she got stuck in Europe <laughs> I'm gonna let her tell it next week so absolutely do not forget next week it's going to be a great great episode with with uh, Florence Vensel um, until then keep your eyes and ears open on social media I'm gonna try to update a little bit about these uh, cold weather we're heading into the weekend and see what happens so yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, dress warm. Let me know. If you are somewhere here in the U.S. and you have extreme weather, let me know and send me pictures um, on social media. Have a good week. Stay safe, everybody. Bye-bye. You have listened to an episode of the Swexon podcast. Feel free to leave your feedback on our website, swexon.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook and Instagram accounts. You find them with the handle Swexon podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe.